0: Headaches and heartaches this morning as people struggled to clean up after historic flooding across North Texas. And as KRLD's Bailey Friday reports, many people will have to rebuild. In less than a day, people across North Texas lost everything. Apartments, electronics, sentimental belongings, things damaged to the point of no return. This woman woke up to find the first floor of her dream apartment underwater. Do I try to save my things? The refrigerator started to float away. Now the question is, what's next? Cleanup has started, but for many people, the job is just too big. Ministries like Texas Baptist Men are helping with home repairs, and nonprofits are making sure flood victims have access to cleaning supplies and other items they may need. Members of the community are also stepping up to help. I'll probably donate. I'm looking into it. State and federal funding will also play a big part in the recovery process. County leaders are asking people to report storm damage online to help them know what kind of help is needed, where. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. In Seagaville, city leaders will meet to discuss flood response and how to help people who have been flooded out of their homes. Here's KRLD's L.P. Phillips. One of the things Mayor Dennis Childress wants to know, how did the city respond to the 911 calls that poured in as the rain poured down? He said the rain was unlike anything he's seen, leaving Highway 175 flooded so deep at Simons it had to be closed. It was... Flooded, where it's impassable uh, for a while. It was probably four or five foot deep under the bridge. Uh, we had a couple of neighborhoods that. His low-lying areas that was uh, flooded. He isn't sure how many agencies responded to help. That's one of the things he hopes to learn out of this morning's meeting. But the mayor is grateful that for all the damage, no one in Seagaville was killed or seriously injured. From the 24-hour news center, LP Phillips News Radio 1080, KRLD. KRLD's Alan Skaya continues our team coverage. A creek overflowed south of Dallas and Cedar Hill. City Councilwoman Shirley Daniels says some who live in her neighborhood cannot stay at home, but they don't have insurance and don't know where to start cleaning up. They don't have anywhere to go. they have to stay in this house, you know, with all this flood. Texas Division of Emergency Management Chief Nim Kidd says if uninsured losses top $50 million, the state would qualify for assistance from FEMA. As we turn from life safety to property conservation and property protection, damage assessments will be the second most important thing on our list to accomplish over the next couple of days. So he's urging people to register with them. We've got a link at KrollD.com. From the 24-Hour News Center, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Signs with the national motto are sprouting up in schools across Texas. Now a Florida activist is raising money to have those same signs made in Arabic to test the limits of the controversial law. Here's KRLD's Andrew Greenstein. Schools are required to conspicuously display posters with the national motto, In God We Trust, as long as they're privately donated and they contain only those words along with the American and Texas flags. However, the law does not specifically state that the words have to be in English, and therefore an activist from Florida is donating signs that say, in God we trust, in Arabic. UNT political science professor Dr. Kimmy King says the court will likely be tasked with making a call as to whether those signs would be required to be conspicuously displayed in schools too. You can make an argument that the plain intention of the statute, because it listed in English, was for it to be in English. From the 24 hour news center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. And you still have a chance to watch the Cowboys practice in person now that they're back in Frisco. KRLD's Austin York has more. They were gone for over a month, and while head coach Mike McCarthy says he loves the star and being back in North Texas, Oxnard is amazing. Our practice environment in Oxnard. Man, I'll tell you what—I just have been so pleased with it. Uh, we, we were able—we get a lot of work done there. Uh, we're able to, to go heavy two days in a row, and the recovery's in place. You know, the, the weather is a huge part of it. So you know, I, I think Oxnard has been, has been a tremendous asset for us to train. Before the practice started last night, team owner Jerry Jones took time to address the crowd and spoke about how important it was for young fans to get to watch their heroes. If we do nothing with sports, we build confidence in each other to give us the strength to dare to do it. Cowboys have two practices and then they'll play the Seahawks at AT&T Stadium on Friday. From the 24-Hour News Center, Austin-York News Radio Ten Eight, KRLD.